1: Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jakeman, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800 951 592 the website at allamericangold.com and welcome to Monday. It's going to be a short week. Uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. The next two weeks uh, are going to be short weeks. We got the uh, both Christmas and New Year's on a Sunday, so we're going to be off Friday this week, Monday of next week, and then the following week will be off Friday and Monday again. So uh, we got a short week this week and then an uh, even shorter week next week. But don't worry, you can always go out to allamericangold.com and order your gold and silver 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And I'll tell you right now, uh, we've got bond markets. Moving up, I guess that should be expected. Uh, in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about gold and silver inventories at the exchanges, uh, platinum as well. Remember uh, last week, Jason and I all out by on platinum right now. But it is Monday. Uh, Joey is joining us today. He's not. He's not going to be joining us the next two Mondays because well, we're, we're not going to be here. Uh, but Joey, your last show of the year. Uh, welcome. I know people are calling trying to scramble to get position for 2023.
2: Yep, everyone is kind of in a scramble now to position themselves in the best way possible. Now is the best time to start taking action on things. You know, the Fed just uh, hiked their rates. We're expecting to do it again in the first quarter sometime, and the rhetoric they're giving us no, we really just don't know, and we really just don't agree with everything they're saying. And, you know, for instance, you know, an older couple came in, and their portfolio down 500000 right? And if they had made a call earlier, they'd only be down 200000 150000 And it's just reaching out to people, and people need to know this. You need to know how you're invested. You need to know that the rates are going to continue to go up which means your equities are going to get pounded. And we need to make sure we're looking at this and we're taking some action and rebalancing things. Now is not the time for just have a conversation or let's just think about things. We really need to get things in place. I actually had two other clients call me over the weekend, just coming. in there like, hey, Joe, thank you for helping us out. I know we're still down, but we're down half about the money that they would have been down if they hadn't made that conversation or that phone call or took the action to roll their things over with us. And really, we're just trying to set people up in the best position possible going into the new year of 2023. So if you haven't reached out or you've been wanting to reach out, there is no better time than today to give me a call. Let's set something up. Let's get the ball rolling. And let's put you in the best financial position that you can possibly be in, rolling into the new year knowing that we have a fresh start on things and that things are still going to be crazy. But how do we mitigate the risk while also generating the best returns we can? And there's just so much we do for people, and we'll continue to check in with you at least every six months, rebalance these portfolios, and then once the rates start to go down, what's our plan of attack? How do we take advantage of the market when it eventually rebounds? But for now, we don't see a big rebound coming in soon especially with the Fed still chatting about raising the rates again come first quarter of 2023 you brought up up, joey you brought
1: up some good points here because you're talking about hey listen we've got to set up now for the carnage that's going to come especially early uh in, in the year in 2023 but then you're also saying hey by the way uh, when those rate hikes are over, which may, they may be over right at the end of 2023, then we need to reposition again and, and, and get aggressive. you got to minimize the losses, maximize the gains.
2: It, it's precisely what we're trying to do here. We're going to minimize the losses while still funding into these accounts, knowing that it's on a fire sale. And then when the market rebounds, the interest rates start to go back down. Inflation starts to narrow it down as well. Then we can look to be more offensive and be more aggressive with these money, and the fact is that we are set up. We know what we're doing here. It just takes you the time to make that phone call, come into a meeting, get us back the information we need so that we can make sure at the end of the day, we are not losing 25% of our portfolio, right? That is way too much money to lose. Even if you have 10 grand invested, 15, 50, 100, a million, it does not matter. Every dollar counts. You've worked your butt off from what you've earned. Don't let yourself lose half of your portfolio, a quarter of your portfolio, due to just being lazy. Right? These are all things that can be done with two meetings, three meetings, and all you have to do is get us get back the information, communicate with us on a great timeline. That way we can get these things in place. Before you start seeing your portfolio go down even more, because I'm going to be off you, there's going to be a bloodbath again once the rates go up first quarter of 2023. So make sure you're doing your due diligence. You're making the phone call. You're reaching out to my team and I, so we can put you in the best spot that you can possibly be in. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602 909 Again, that's 602 602- nine zero nine nine zero four eight make that call you're not going to regret it and quite frankly a year from now you'll probably shoot me a call thanking my team and i for helping you out and putting you in the best position possible knowing that hey instead of being down 25 percent i'm only down 10 or 8 and then when the market recovers we're up 10 percent let's make sure yeah or 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 20
1: you know we're right on the break when we get back We've also had some interesting calls with some people that didn't realize how down they really were. We'll talk about that when we return. It's to Radio News hour Don't touch that dot. We're back here. we got my son Joey from Northwestern Mutual all the this is Joey's the guy you call with your 401ks, your IRAs, those stock and bond investments, also uh, your insurance stuff, the life insurance, whole life, all that other stuff. Uh, He he is the guy you call. And Joey, you've had to deliver some bad news. You've had people reaching out to you that are like, hey, I'm down 20%. Can you help me out? And then you're like, you know, when you got the information, you're like, wait a minute. You're actually down 30%. Because you've been putting into your 401k all year, you know what, you put in another 10,000, that's all gone plus. I I know you had a couple of calls of people that thought they were only down 10% and come to find out they're actually down 20 or 25% because a lot of these people are still contributing. Yeah, a lot
2: of people are still contributing and they're not realizing how they're allocated while they're contributing. Right? You're essentially just throwing money into the fire. It continues to keep going down, whereas you know, if you're on top of things or if you had someone in your corner like my team and I watching it, you would know exactly where you're at, and we would actually position you to where, yeah, we still contribute to these 401Ks at a, at a low sale, but we're not being as aggressive. Right now you're seeing the bond market. Bonds are performing. Right. Currently, they were down double digits along with equities, which is one of the first times we've ever actually seen that, which means that everyone's portfolio, no matter where you were, conservative, aggressive, the safe part was down. The aggressive part was down. So how do we make sure that we're, one, rebounding on the bond market? And then how are we allocating ourselves to play defense as the interest rates continue to rise, which they will, the Fed has already said they're going to? It's just we don't know how much or how long. So how do we put ourselves in the best spot possible today for the future, right? The more we wait, the more we think about it and don't make those calls or don't have these conversations or take action on things, the more your portfolio is going to be down and the worse the position you're going to be in 2023 come the late end of the year when we're trying to rebound and start creating those gains again i've had too many calls of people telling me joe i'm invested in this invested in that and we're just like why are you so aggressive it's clear to me that your advisors are just sending you an account statement once a year and they're not actually looking out for you they're just trying to see if they can go all out aggressive and then get a return to increase their assets under management which is what we're not trying to do here how do we
1: put you in the best place possible yeah and again it's really two folds here first we got to get ready uh, for the first half of the year, but then uh the the best part is you 're going to be right back in touch with these people when the Fed is done and 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 saying okay now now that now let 's go on offense right and and maximize those things and it 's important to not just look at just the number if you started twenty twenty two with a hundred thousand dollars in a four oh one k and you look today and you 're like well i I got ninety i 'm doing okay." Well, not really, because you've been contributing to that four hundred one k all year. Uh, y- you know, you could actually be down instead of ten thousand, you could be down twenty or thirty thousand.
2: Yeah, that's precisely correct. People are down way more than they think because we're still contributing, which you should be doing. But you're probably way too aggressive right now in the market. It's it's a bloodbath right now, and to be all out aggressive today, especially in your fifties and sixties, that is a problem. Now, if you're a younger guy like me, 20s, 30s, okay, cool. I understand why we're aggressive. We're going to reap more rewards in the back end of things. But if you're close to retirement, you're older, or if you simply don't like watching your money go down like that, give my team and I a call. Let's put some things in place. Let's educate you on the portfolio you have today and then the portfolio we're going to have in the future so you know that your plan is in good hands. You don't have to go to sleep at night worrying about things, knowing that my team and I, we got your back, and we're looking at it for you. Clearly, what I'm noticing is people have no idea what is in their 401ks or what they're invested in or anything like that, and actually come to find out and chat with us and give us all the information back, they're shocked at how much they're down or where their portfolio is. And the things would have, if we would have chatted six months ago, a year ago, that would not have been the case. You would have been allocated correctly, and you wouldn't have been down that 25% that you see today. So I'm urging people, now is the time to commit action. There could be a bloodbath come quarter one of next year. When the rates go up, we know that's going to happen. So how do we get yourself in the best defensive position we can, and then we'll game plan in the future when things look better, to finally reap the rewards and play some offense in the market? But now is not a time be all-out aggressive and if you are i urge you to make that phone call to my team and i and let's get some things going
1: yeah so it sounds like and i'm hearing it in your voice uh, you guys over there at northwestern mutual are expecting an ugly start uh to 2023 uh and and again you know we know the feds going to hike rates that first week of february uh then then of course we got the middle of march uh are they going to do it again uh retail sales right the christmas holiday if this thing comes up short uh and the layoff announcements start happening which a lot of people think this market can get ugly in a hurry
2: It, it can easily get ugly in a hurry you mentioned layoffs a lot of companies are laying people off right now. A lot of jobs are in jeopardy. How do we make sure we still have a three-month cushion to get another job? How do we make sure our monies are working for us while we're not able to work? There's so many things to talk about, but really we just need to take action and make sure our retirement accounts are in the best spot possible. There's a lot that can happen next year, a lot that is in the air. So let's take away the risk. Let's take away the uncertainty and let's lay out a plan for us to execute on to make sure no matter what happens, layoffs, inflation, interest rate hikes, how do we make sure that our portfolio is working for us in the best way possible so that eventually you can achieve your dream retirement and be financially secure at the end of the day knowing we have a game plan in place.
1: And I'll say this right—it's even more important, you know. So, so I'm 52, right? Joey manages uh, all all of my funds that that aren't that I haven't put into gold and silver. He does a, does it all for me. Uh, but it's really important. Uh, the old, especially us older people—we're in our 50s, we're in our 60s, we're getting close to retirement. You can't be taking these big hits as you're getting ready to retire because let's face it, it's one thing to take a big hit when you only got 10 grand in there. It's another thing to take a big hit when you've got a hundred thousand, 500,000, you've got a million dollars and all of a sudden you lose 20, 30% of your money right before retirement. That's really hard to make up.
2: No, it's super hard to make up. And one, it's harder to digest. And two, it freaks you out. You know, we just had a recent case with a couple, they're in their mid sixties, they rolled over around two million with us. They were down five hundred thousand dollars. And they kept telling us, We aren't sleeping at night. We aren't sleeping at night. We did our analysis way too aggressive. We had made that phone call and chatted six months ago. They'd probably only be down two hundred instead of five. Let us help you save your money. Let us help you allocate things the correct way. We are not your traditional advisors. That sends you an account statement once a year and say, thank you for your money. We're going to reconnect. We're going to chat. We're going to educate you. And we're going to run an analysis on you and your situation and continue to update that at least every six months. We rebalance our portfolios every quarter. Let us help you achieve the lifestyle you want to achieve for retirement. Let us help you bring some clarity to your overall plan. And let's have this discussion. And at the end of the day, let's take some action and get things in place before twenty twenty three. There is still time to make changes to things. It just takes the due diligence from you guys to reach out, have those conversations, and then essentially have that initiative to move forward with things.
1: There you go, Joey, I know you got a meeting to get you uh, give out your contact information. How do these people reach out to you?
2: Hey, reach me at my personal self which is 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. You can also find my information on the KHNC website. If I miss your call, leave me a voicemail or a text, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But uh, happy holidays to everyone. Uh, Great last show of the year for me, and look forward to coming back on next year.
1: All right, Joey, I'll see you when you land on Thursday uh, and, we'll, and we'll talk again real soon. So there you have it, uh, Joey, Jake, with my son, uh, Northwestern Mutual. Uh, and Jason, some ominous messages here. You know, we, we've heard, you know, Joey's been coming on uh, for, what, I don't know, almost a year and a half now. Uh, and, and it looks like, and, and, and he's been talking about playing defense, playing defense, playing defense. But Jason, you can tell kind of in his voice today, uh, at least, as far as Northwestern Mutual is concerned, it looks like 2023 is going to get off to a really ugly start.
3: I don't know if I've heard anybody say that 2023 is going to be an economically a, a good year, Joe. <laughs> is there anybody? I, I, that, that's the trick, right? Who's, who's the guy that says next year is going to be great, right? So, uh, right. You know, all of the maybe like if uh, this was
1: Vegas, you'd throw give me ten bucks on the long shot, right? You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, because the, the it. favorite is 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 in there. But uh, and again, you got to protect yourself. Be smart with your money. Uh, we've had a big move in the bond market today. I was wondering how low could bonds go, and Joey even referenced it. Hey, it's been uh, 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 the last six eight weeks has been great for bonds as the yields kept falling uh, today. Now the ten year note now let's no, not get carried away. I mean, the ten year notes had three six but i mean think about last week Jason we're down to like 3 4 uh, so so uh, the, that bond market now is starting to be like okay we got no choice the the rates are going higher uh, and and now the bond yields are up it's got wall street down across the board gold and silver are hanging in there gold goes down a whole dollar right now uh it's right around 1790 uh silver right around 23 dollars uh, but but jason uh, it just looks like, you know, when we're looking at this market here, these bond yields can't, can't stay down forever, uh, and at least today anyway, a big move up in yield. Yeah, I'll
3: we'll have, <clears throat> we'll have to keep watching it, Joe, because uh, I'm not as I'm not as secure in, you, in, in the line of thought as you are. I, I think these things can move in any direction depending on uh, those that want them well, to move. yeah, but we've I, been proven
1: yeah. right there, right? Uh, But when looking, you know, think about the news we gave last week about Japan and China selling. Uh, It just seems to reason to me that these bond yields are going to have to move up. Is 3 4 the bottom, let's say, of the 10 year note? Could very well be. Uh, Because the the, the fact of the matter is, we we haven't talked a lot about the bond auctions in total, but they've been terrible, which means these tails, right, the, the, you know, 3.4, but not enough people willing to buy the amount of debt we need to sell at 3.4%. We get these, what they call these long tails in these auctions. And, Jason, we've seen them day after day, uh, week after week, especially the last two to three weeks. Uh, so I guess I'm anticipating that in order to sell all of this debt, and these yields got to go higher. I know Congress, they're, spri- they're trying to sneak in another couple of trillion dollars of spending before they head, aw- head home for Christmas break.
3: Yeah, I also th- you think that the, uh, you know, the BRICS are, are putting, trying to put together their own mo- monetary system, and I think that uh, that's going to be anti-dollar. So I, I think they don't yeah. want to rock the boat too hard as this transition happens, Joe.
1: Yeah, that was big news. I mean, uh, China saying they're ready now. This is the first time that we've heard that kind of talk out of China. We know that they've been talking to Saudi Arabia. We know that they want to get the Renembi out there. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, they had that meeting, uh, what, a week and a half ago, uh, and then last week, China said, hey, listen, our exchange is ready. We can buy and sell oil in Renembi uh, anywhere in the world with anybody in the world. Uh, Why do I think that that's going to be one of these major announcements come 2023?
3: I think so, Joe. And and I think that's why you're seeing uh, Japan and China selling off. Uh, We'll see if this is a permanent sell-off. Because in 2020, Japan and China were selling a whole bunch. And then, uh, and then they sort of got after after the coronavirus uh, market crash. They, they it sort they, of got they back, got into
1: back it. in. Yep, they got back in. Now they're back out. It's the hokey pokey. Turn yourself around. When we get back, what's going on with all the inventory? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. Uh, on this Monday, and uh, Peter Schiff was out uh, over the weekend uh, doing an analysis of the amount of gold, silver, platinum uh, in the vaults at COMEX at the London Metals Exchange. And some very disturbing patterns uh, are emerging uh, where it looks like a, a an effort by J.P. Morgan and the other banks to make things appear not as bad as they truly are. They're still bad. And here's the funny thing. Even with, uh, the, the, I guess, the game playing, things do not look very good at all. Normally, you have two types. So you think about uh, gold. It's a 400-ounce bar. Silver. It's a 1,000-ounce bar. So when I tell you uh, right now, spot gold is down two dollars, and it's actually down two dollars and twenty cents, seventeen eighty-eight. Right? That that if you bought the December contract, you would be controlling one four hundred ounce bar, and you'd be placing a, a bet at at at. That's $17.88, and and you could be uh, going long with it or short with it, whatever it may be. Silver right now is down $0.15, right at $23. Right at $23. So that would be a 1,000-ounce silver bar. Now, these vaults that J.P. Morgan and the, the rest have, they have vaults in New York. They have vaults in London. And they have, uh, normally what they would have is registered and eligible. And it's not what you think. Because eligible means, hey, hey, that's eligible. Actually, eligible isn't eligible. Eligible means there's no warrant attached. The owner of that gold is not the bank. It's not the person that owns the vault the owner has not made it available for delivery so that's eligible in other words the bank can say well it's in our vault but we we, we we don't have permission yet right in other words they're, they're kind of saying well if we get the pitch, we're going to call the guy whoever owns it and see if they would be willing to sell it right the other one is registered now if it's registered that means it can be used for physical delivery and that's the way it's always been well remember all the carnage in 2020 uh, Jason remember nickel right nickel went off the charts they shut it down they canceled all these trades right and we're we're, were saving their buddies remember that
3: I do remember that Joe they uh, they have their little systems in place to stop the panics now don't they
1: well apparently this little system, uh, is what they're calling pledged they're putting it in the registered category it's now a, a subset of registered but it's actually not available to, uh, for delivery because it's actually being pledged as collateral for another trade and this is the way the banks are trying to make it appear that they have more than what they do but even with all of that so think about this They're playing this game. They're they're misrepresenting what they actually could deliver. Uh, They're they're talking about massive declines in in availability. Silver, as an example, the amount of silver available for delivery continues to fall and falling every single month. Uh, It's so bad now, the COMEX is down to less than 300,000 ounces to give you perspective, that's the least amount of silver this millennial. And, and you think about going back. So you're talking about, hey, we got to go back to the 90s. Well, the 90s, I mean, like U.S. Silver Eagles, as an example, they'd sell three, four, five million ounces. Heck, now we sell as many as they can make 30, 40, 50 million. That's just here. Jason, it's incredible how low these inventories really are.
3: The inventories were low in uh, middle of 2020 when gold hit all time high, and the COMEX was low uh, late January, early February uh, when uh, the war started, and it was also as 2022 this year. And then the COMEX was also low in 2021 during the uh, January 6th so called raid on the Capitol. So uh, this one, uh, if I'm doing this right, Joe, I think this one's this lower inventory than those three uh, lower. COMEX supplies uh, that we've just seen in the last couple of years. In
1: December alone, and of course we're seeing this spike up here, and this is going back as of, I want to say this is as of Friday. Okay, so Friday after the close, that the COMEX has only delivered 77.6% of outstanding contracts for delivery in other words Mm -hmm. these people have told the comex I'm taking delivery of that 400 ounce bar I'm taking of that 400-ounce gold bar I'm taking delivery of that thousand-ounce silver bar they've only delivered less than 78 percent that is the lowest amount delivered in open interest Going back to at least, and of course, unfortunately, uh, the, they, they, the open interest, they changed some of the rules. So it only goes back to January 2020. Jason, it's the lowest delivery since they changed the rules in January of 2020, which tells us there's a lot more gold and silver platinum that still needs to be delivered uh, before the end of December.
3: Makes you wonder why they changed the rules in January of 2020, right, Joe? seems like they probably knew something was getting ready to happen.
1: Yeah, so put it in perspective. Despite rule changes, gold, uh, eligible for delivery, right, that subset thing, which really isn't eligible, even including that, down inventories are down 2.6%. Silver, you're talking about inventories down 11%. But the biggest one, and this is the one, you know, we said it on Friday. I didn't have this information on Friday. We told you about that all out buy on platinum. Uh, we still have Johnson, Matthew, and Englehart platinum bars at eleven twenty-five, And we got U.S. Platinum Eagles, that's the coin, at eleven seventy-five. Platinum inventories are down 12%. In just the last month alone, and now all of a sudden, the COMEX is saying that Platinum is going to be in negative inventory in 2023, Jason.
3: Which means this is why you should have bought it yeah, uh, Friday, right, Joe? And if you have a chance to buy it today, this is this is a good time to jump in on something. that we I, mean, we, I don't think we've had platinum for a year and a half, two years.
1: It's been a long time since we've seen that Platinum rolling around. Patriot Radio News Hour. Jason and I will be right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. I don't issue all-out buys very often. uh, But right now, Platinum is an all-out buy. I'm a seller of Palladium. Uh, and a buyer of platinum. So when you talk about your portfolio, uh, Jason, I will tell you this. in most of your portfolio is gold uh, with, backed up with silver. Uh, and then you sprinkle in what I'll call the other metals, right? The platinum's the palladium, uh, rhodium when it's affordable. Uh, but right now, as far as the other metals go, uh, platinum here, I think I think we've seen the bottom in platinum. Platinum got down to like 800 bucks. I think the bottom is in. And Jason, uh, just looking at inventories. First, last week, we had the Platinum Council come out with some, I mean, it was crazy. Where all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, you know, China bought 1.2 million ounces and and, and we didn't have it on our books. And uh, all of a sudden uh, that big surplus in supply is gone. And now we're anticipating a deficit, and then uh, Peter Schiff over the weekend says, hey, guess what? The COMEX in London are saying the exact same thing. Uh, the, 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 the platinum surplus has disappeared.
3: Yep. That's, uh, all metals are, are simple supply and demand, Joe. I, I know that the paper markets sort of kind of skew the values sometimes for a while, but uh, the information you just retold from Friday and now today – uh, with Peter Schiff, that's just telling you that the supply is low. And, and, and platinum has been underpriced for a long time. And and now yeah. for it to be ready to, to, to take its place at least back to, to I'd say, one-to-one to, one to gold, which is where it's going to head, this is a, a really good spot to be buying platinum.
1: Yeah, so one-ounce platinum bars. These are going to be Johnson, Matthew, or Englehard bars at 11-and-a-quarter and then the coin, the U.S. Platinum Eagle, that one's at eleven $1, hundred and seventy-five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and platinum, you know, right around a thousand dollars to the ounce uh, on the spot price. Take advantage because it's not going to last. Uh, Much longer, and and as we're speaking, gold and silver, here they come. Uh, Gold's going back into positive territory. Silver, 2305. It's getting ready to go into positive territory. Losses on Wall Street picking up a little bit. Uh, The Dow's down just under 100 points. The the S&P's down 24. The Nasdaq's down 133 points. Uh, Home builder sentiment. Down for a record 12th straight month in a row. Uh, Now at the lowest levels going back to June of 2012. uh, The headline index dropped to 31. Uh, It was expected to rise to 34. Uh, It was actually at 33 the month before. I don't know who the heck thought it would go up. Uh, But down to 31 on the headline number. And, and Jason, uh, when you look through these numbers on, on sediment, it really is interesting. Uh, some of the figures that have that are in the data itself, uh, the 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 pending sales, customer traffic sales, right? The all lower uh, pending sales, lower customer traffic, lower. But you know they're home builders, but they're hoping that next year will be a little bit better. Uh, but one of the worst years ever as far as uh, the the amount of the decline from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, and, and of course, housing very sensitive to these mortgage rates. Uh, mortgage rates had come down with those bond yields, but now all of a sudden these yields are rising again. I think it's just a matter of time before those mortgage rates. We're going to see them back above 7 again.
3: Yeah, Joe, I I think the only reason you don't see housing prices down big time right now, uh, and I don't think they'll be down big time next year, but they'll go down, is because of lumber and concrete and glass and the cost of buying shingles. The inflation is artificially keeping the housing prices up. I mean, if your house is is sideways this year or if it's down 5% uh, or if it's even up a couple percent, you're probably thinking, oh, everything's okay. – it'll be all right. We'll weather the storm. But, I mean, the inflation, Joe, is 20%. It's an asset that's sitting there doing nothing. Uh, it's actually losing value versus uh, versus other things, Joe. So it's – you know, housing is crashing, and it just won't look like 2008. It's going to crash. It's just not going to look like 2008.
1: Yeah, it's going to be – here's the, the sad part, right, is the buying and selling's kind of stopped, right? People want to sell. Yep. Uh, but no one can afford to buy it. And, and the ones that can afford to buy it are like, well, I'm going to wait. Right. Because uh, I think prices got to come down and, and it's just everything's at a standstill. And that's a big part of the economy. Right. You're talking about uh, a lot of different things involved in there. Uh, very, very interesting how all of this is going to work out. I think it's going to depend uh, where you live I think we could see certain parts of the country where we, maybe it goes back to the old housing market where certain parts of the country uh, where they've been where if these layoffs come rolling in get decimated maybe housing crashes there but then if you're in other parts and I, I kind of look like Den, you know Denver Phoenix uh, Texas right uh, as places, maybe they'll be a little more resilient. It's going to be interesting, but either way, I think the big thing is going to be lack of activity.
3: Yeah, and how can you how can you get the prices of houses lower than what it costs a builder to actually put it out on the market, yeah. build it, and actually you can't sell do it. it? Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't do. I mean, in the area that I live in, the, the brand new ones because they're going to be building houses here for a while. Uh, Kind of, you know, a little bit smaller house than some of those that size of the houses around here. That it's 520000 to buy a brand-new built home here. <laughs> Joe, it's, you know, three-bedroom, three-bathroom. It's it's a, ni- a nice house, 2,600 finished square feet. Uh, it's five hundred twenty, Joe, I mean, you can't sell it for lower than that. If you can't build it for less than that, then you you're you not going to sell your house for less than that if it's if it's comparable. Right, Joe?
1: Yeah, right. The home builder just won't build it, right? I mean, it's just that simple. Picture Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. And we're going to talk a little bit about green energy and what California's doing. 800 592 Picture Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, uh, platinum bars, Johnson Matthew Inglehart platinum bars, 1125. If you want the coin form, The U.S. Platinum 1-ounce Eagle at $1,175. And Jason and I, we've got an all-out buy on Platinum, which just essentially means, hey, we think it's going to overperform and overperform by a big margin. I, I would not be shocked. Uh, in the next 12 to 24 months, if we're talking about platinum, Jason, more than doubling in price, that's how underva- undervalued it is right now.
3: Yeah, and, uh, and I know a lot of people don't buy other metals. Uh, we got, you got gold guys, you got silver guys, uh, but if you're a, a purist when it comes to metal buying, uh, you just want to get uh, the commodity, whatever it is, at the lowest possible price. This this is a really really good way to get in. This is this is a you know, for starters or for guys that are, I've been doing this a long time, Joe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You don't build your whole portfolio around it, uh, but we think it's going to perform very really really well. You know, we made these calls in the past with rhodium, uh, palladium, uh, you know, even silver and gold. At the bottom, what what about seven weeks ago? I was out on there trying to do it. I think the bottoms are in here. Uh, take advantage. Uh, th- this one's uh, again. Uh, something where I think you can see some pretty big action how about in California listen to this you know solar this whole thing right and all these states, they do it oh yeah you get the ROI spend this money and you can sell the power back that you don't need to the power company that's kind of how they they incentivize people uh, to to fork over money to put solar on the rooftops California, its utility regulators said they are going to change the the metering, I'll get it, metering policy by paying solar owners for extra power at a lower rate. How much lower? Jason, get this, 75 percent lower is what the average Californian who's been selling back that power to the grid is going to be facing starting 2023.
3: Well, I guess that uh <laughs> kind of dampens well, just the whole you about investing mean, in solar, right?
1: Right. <laughs> this is ridic- this is the problem with all this stuff, right? They subsidize it, subsidize it, subsidize it, and then all of a sudden one day they wake up and say, "Hey, you know what? We can't afford to subsidize it anymore." Everybody lose 75%. I mean, that, that's something where I would imagine a lot of people in California were used to having a very low or no power bill at all. This is going to be a big shock.
3: Yeah, yeah, Joey, it's uh, one of those things where I'm sure uh, uh, if the discussions had, it's like, well, it's okay though because look, we gave you ten thousand dollars to put the thing in there, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's give and take. We gave first, now you have to give a little bit. That's that's probably <laughs> that's probably the rationale, right, to, to keep people right? uh, happy about solar.
1: And, of course, right at the time when all the other energies costing a fortune, taking away all that solar. And, of course, that's California, which, let's face it, they're saying, hey, we don't want to even use natural gas power plants, you know, coal power plants, oil power plants. And, oh, by the way, uh, now we're going to take away the subsidies for solar right at the time when most people are going to be forced into buying it.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, we'll uh, you know, solar is one of those interesting things. It's just a really good idea, and it, it's, it's productive in some homes, and it's just, uh, it's, it's just unfortunately, it's the cost up front, and then the, and then the cost to replace yeah. it in 10 or 15 years. That's, that's always been the problem with why I never put solar on.
1: Exactly right. Hey, it's been a great Monday, but don't worry, we're not done. Jason and I, we're coming right back with the Half Empty Cup. Jump over to 1360 kagencycom